God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. We're going to have a special guest on at the bottom of the hour. One of our sponsors is TacticalCivics.com. And David Zuniga, Zuniga, David Zuniga, uh, founder and CEO of uh, Tactical Civics and America Again, is going to be on to uh, The Scott Adams Show to explain a little about uh, tactical civics and how you can learn more about their weekly Sunday night, uh, call that they have. Um, and I'm going to give this number to you right now, and then I'll give it to you probably at the end of our, our interview at the bottom of the hour. Um, it says here to learn more, join our weekly Sunday night call held every Sunday at 7 PM central time. That's 8 PM Eastern time on Sunday nights. You have to dial this number. It's a phone number. And um, it's 701-801-6055. That's 701-801-6055. If you'd like to call in and check out what that uh, weekly phone call is about. Uh, tacticalcivics.com. You can find out more information about it over there. They're one of our sponsors. They're helping us out, and we're helping them out because we believe in what they're doing. Tim Brown is one of a, a show hosts that is on with us, and uh, he is a really smart guy. He's he's a member of this. He's part of this, and uh, he recommended it to me, and, and uh, I believe in what they're doing. You know, I was thinking about, uh, I was listening to Tucker Carlson last night, and I was thinking a lot about the rigged election and how, you know, and I was thinking about Steve Bannon and how these 35 people uh, are being uh, questioned and investigated uh, by the FBI. And I thought, wow, we've lost a lot of civil liberties. And yesterday, you know, I was talking a bit about 9 11. And what I think about most now 
about 9-11 is how that seemed to be the beginning of the end for us as, as people, as people. And it just seems like we've lost our civil liberties every chip, chipped away ever since the Patriot Act. And you think about it and you say, well, you can go back as far as like Herbert Walker Bush and you can, you can listen to him talk about the new world order, not the war, no, war of the jungle, but new world order. And you get the idea that this was all a setup. This was all a ruse. This was all about Herbert Walker Bush and his CIA spooks and these globalists that were basically waging wars for profit. And they profited. Mitt Romney profited with Code for Black in the early millennium in post-9-11 with the war in Afghanistan. He exploited and made truckloads of money. And then they turned Ukraine into a laundromat and they they uh, embroiled the Middle East in turmoil. No wonder the Middle East hates us because they knew probably firsthand what we were doing. Nation building. We said we weren't nation building, but we were. That's exactly what we were doing. We're meddling in all these other locations when we should be taking care of our own. We should be building a better wall. We should be uh, helping our veterans better than we have helped them. <clears throat> we should be building, building things here in America, manufacturing things in America, inventing things in America. We should be protecting our intellectual property not giving it away to the highest bidder, but our universities have just given it away, given all this intellectual responsibility away to China. When they talk about intellectual theft and when they talk about um, stealing our intellectual property, it's because they're getting it from the universities. And the universities that are financed and funded by the state and by the government. They got these endowments that are just billions of dollars. And yet we continue to just bail them out with student loan forgiveness. Watering down the cash, liquidating money. We're going to get a consumer price index announcement. It's going to be flat. It's not going to be dramatic, but it's going to be bad. And... All the spending that's been done in the last couple of years under the Biden regime has created inflation, has devalued our dollar by printing up money and giving it to people that haven't earned it. Picking winners and losers based on their political persuasion. Setting up traps. The IRS is now pushing for digital currency. And that's what that whole 80,000 employees and $87 billion or whatever it was, that's what it's all about. It's all about, it's all about tracking human humans, tracking the population and controlling the population. And I think that at, at some point, at some point, what we're facing right now and what we're living through we're in a war right now. We're in a war. And I think that the election rigging, which we know happened, 
up on my social media. Just go to twitter.com slash Scott Adams show. I just posted another video clip of more election fraud from 2020. And let me just let me just say that if you question it or if you showed up at January 6th, you will be arrested. Even if there's a notion, an inkling, like like a, by chance, somebody somebody said, I think that this person was over uh, at January 6th. The FBI is going to come pounding on your door. So this is the underbelly, right? The FBI and the CIA and the IRS. We, we got a tea leaf and we learned a little bit about Lois Lerner. We learned a little bit about, say, James Clapper. Right. When he said, not wittingly, do we, you know, spy on everybody's phones. Right. But that was just their reluctance. That, that was just where they slipped a little. For the most part, when you listen to Christopher Ray or anybody from the FBI, nobody seems to know where the Hunter Biden laptop is. But everybody has a copy of the hard drive itself. But they're just going to sweep that under the rug. Nobody has gotten arrested associated with the pedophilia ring of Jeffrey Epstein. Yet there's a whole list of Johns that have been messing around with underage girls for decades. They're all our nation's elite people. Not one of them is named Donald Trump. Most of them, the majority of them, are liberals. And not one of them will get arrested. (laughs) How convenient. They're a bunch of globalists. Scum. And the problem with all of this is this pounding of the chest. You could just see it in a dark room, in a back room. George Soros saying, we could do anything. Klaus Schwab saying, we could do anything. Anything is possible. With the right amount of money and the right amount of connections and the right amount of rigged law enforcement, Who's going to get in trouble? Is Hillary going to get arrested? No. Is she going to have her house raided? No. And we know what she was up to. The point is, is that these people are emboldened, just like just like these thugs in the street know that they won't get arrested if they steal $950 or less. They'll just walk right into the store in L.A. and steal whatever they want, walk out like they don't have a care, And that's just that. That's the world we're living in. You know, I think back, and I always think about the Wild West. It used to be that you'd carry your gun around, and you'd see these old Westerns, and they'd say, as soon as you walk into our town, you got to put the gun at the door. It's like, I'm not putting up my gun. I'm not giving up my gun. You know, this goes back to the Westerns from the Spaghetti Westerns, Sergio Leone. Um, Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns good the bad the ugly all that stuff and a fistful of dollars remember all those westerns but um, the thing is is that it was always always about like lawlessness or or taking the law in your own hands was the only way you were going to have any kind of justice People were just shooting people in the streets, and that's where we are right now. Defunding the police? I thought it was a joke when I first heard that. Now it's become a reality. These woke DAs? 
It's become a reality. But what was worse is these woke corporations, these corporations owned by BlackRock and Larry Fink, who control the political atmosphere, the narration, everything that's said in corporate media. And then you got the rigged law enforcement, the FBI, the DOJ. Merrick Garland is just a, he's a, he's a hack. Christopher Ray is a hack. Why in the world did Donald Trump ever hire him? I have a feeling that Lindsey Graham had something to do with that. For some reason, I just do. They never wanted justice. And Lindsey Graham was going to vote Trump out of office based on the rigged impeachment that happened over in the Democrat House. And the rigged election in 2018 was ultra important. If you look back, it, that's what got them Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi. And that's what got them the rigged impeachment is the 2018 election. Right? And then that rigged impeachment gave Lindsey Graham the power he needed to, to either get the votes to take Trump out or not. Because they know that they would have had probably a civil war if they impeached and threw Trump out of office. You can't deny half of America their rightful uh, president, the one that they voted for, right? You can't do it. So he, he said, rather than do that, you know, it's sort of like leverage. If you have dirt on somebody, you don't expend that dirt. You use it as leverage. It's It's worth more that way. And I think Lindsey Graham was, after McCain died, no name McCain, died. And that left Lindsey Graham as sort of like the heir apparent to the globalist rhinos in the Senate. Why South Carolina keeps hiring these people, I don't know. But I think that South Carolina GOP is rigged. Uh, That's why they didn't have the primary in 2020. They didn't have a GOP primary. How convenient. When Lindsey Graham was up for his six-year anniversary. Um, But they protected him. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on down there. But uh, I will tell you this. that That's the way I just explained that. Is I think, in my opinion, I, I think that's the way it played out. Because I know this for a fact. Lindsey Graham and and Donald Trump don't like each other. And there's no way that Donald Trump would have hired Christopher Ray if he, he wasn't compelled to in some way, shape, or form. I think that the dirt in the politics in D.C. is so bad. It's so bad. And you know what? I live here, and I got to tell you, it's worse than I ever thought. It's so much worse. I've never dreamed it was this bad. But I live here and I see it. I see it a lot. I go to these events and I, I meet these people. And it's a it's a racket. It's a real business. And it's just unbelievable. People are getting rich in D.C. And it's not connected with the industry or the markets. It's not part of capitalism. It's all insider trading. Whether it's insider tips for the stock market or insider trading on what's about to happen. But it's amazing stuff. It's crazy. 
So bigger the government, smaller the individual. Do you agree? So I read this. Oil and gas is the new ivermectin. It's cheap, abundant, and will solve society's problems. But for for political reasons, we aren't allowed to have it. Right? That's about right, huh? And it's these politicians that are actually standing in our way. And I, I think that what has happened in the 2020 election is they decided this was the year that they were going to go in like a blitz. No, Make no mistake about it. This is a blitz. This is going to be a blitz. We're just going to go blitzing in. We're not going to, we're not going to put any shade on it. We're not going to camouflage it in any way. We got to get rid of Trump in 2020. We cannot give Trump another four years. That would be the death and end of globalism. For a fact. And we, we heard all those reports from the globalists prior to the 2020 election. And people were saying, we must get rid of Trump. Soros and uh, these other people that were connected with the Pope all said Trump has to go. Otherwise... It's game over for the racket that we're in, which is globalism. <clears throat> and they they uh, put an end to it. And they said, come hook or by crook. Mark Elias got involved, the Dominion voting machines, the whole world, the whole media, you know, the, the whole rigged media, the corporate media got involved. And just guns a blazing rigged it right in front of us and we so much as question question it just a small question and guess what we got arrested there are people rotting in jail for 20 months now for merely showing up at a protest rally 20 their lives are ruined and now they're going after like stasi police like the hitler's gestapo the FBI is going and attacking political adversaries like they do in Ukraine, so-called democracy, where the guy has $600 million in his bank account, Zelensky. And somehow we're supposed to be, uh, we are the world, holding hands, you know, like uh, having all kinds of rock concerts. There's Bono, you know, with his gray hair over, U- over Ukraine, trying to act like he's young again. It's just so stupid. It's such a fraud. These platitudes of things that they say that are so, you know, promising. They don't mean them. Just like they want you to eat crickets, but they'll fly on their private jets and eat meat. Right? It's, it's, it's terrible the world we're living in. You know, the attack on the farmers, the attack on the Ottawa truckers. And I think that they went in guns a-blazing and they said, not only are we going to not even conceal it, we got we to gotta rig this election and then we got to lock up everybody that actually questions it. And then we're going to basically uh, take away people's civil rights. We're going to take away their guns. We're going to tax them. We're going to f- collapse their economy. We're going to put masks on their faces We're going to strap them down. We're going to make them distance each other. We're not going to let them talk to each other. We're not going to let them say things. We're going to censor them. 
I mean, we, we're going to do everything we can to silence 100 million people in the United States. Because that's how many people adore Donald Trump. Over 100 million. If he got 75 million people to vote for him in a rigged system, you better believe that well over one-third of the United States loves Donald Trump. That's a fact, Jack. So what they've done is almost unimaginable. I mean, that's why they're so proud of themselves right now. When they sit there at Davos, you could hear the jubilee and the jubilant voice, the sounding voice of Klaus Schwab, just so happy that they were able to succeed and pull off this great reset. It's unbelievable. And they used COVID to do it. They used the Patriot Act to do it. They used the housing crisis to do it. Every single crisis that was brought to us by the globalists. This world, We're about to face a world economic collapse. That's going to be their coup de grace. They're going to find a way to exploit that to take away your civil liberties, to take away your human rights. And this is the thing that bothers me the most is that we're faced and forced with such demonic demonic attack. And they got the blueprint. They have the plan. While you get yourself ready for work today and drive off to work and work all day and pay your taxes on time, they're sitting there with a plan, a plan that goes against everything that you're about. We're going to hear the consumer price index today, and it's going to be high, eight, probably about 8.5%. But it might be one, one tick lower than the month the month to month. But it's the year to year that you really got to pay attention to. And you're going to see Biden just continue to lie to you. Oh, well, it's improving. We're going in the right direction in an election year. And the only reason why we're not seeing this horrible catastrophe happen so quickly is because of the student loan forgiveness spending and the Inflation Reduction Act, which is a joke because it's going to raise inflation. And all of that stimulus is basically kicking the can down the road It was designed not to help Americans or not to help the economy in the long run. It was it was designed to it was designed to kick the get past the election before foreclosures and before evictions on the rentals, rental evictions, foreclosures, homelessness, despair. Do you know, I just read an article where the army is now advocating for food stamps for army veterans. It's been written up in all these, all these different um, newspapers. And it's, it's, it's really quite surprising when you think about it. Um, it says here, army advises struggling military families to apply for food stamps. 
So Pentagon tells struggling army soldiers, families to apply for food stamps. This is uh, the Daily Caller says the U.S. Army is recommending service members apply for food stamps. Military personnel personnel are struggling to get by as Pentagon budget falls short. And they got a picture of uh, Millie wearing pink fingernails and lipstick because he's so woke. He's all about learning about white privilege. You know, I wish you would actually make our military stronger. I, I, I wish that would happen. You know, that's the thing, though. That's what we're dealing with right here. You know, and then same thing. The Bradford File writes, after six years of screaming how Trump would use the DOJ as his personal police, Biden actually is. And Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan basically said, liberal mayors support sanctuary cities until it's time to give sanctuary, right? The hypocrisy and the double standards. But we have our guest on today. Um, We have David Zuniga. Zuniga, right? David? Correct, Scott. All right. So we have David Zuniga on, and he is the founder and CEO of uh, Tactical Civics and America Again. And uh, we welcome him to the Scott Adams Show. Tell us a little bit more about Tactical Civics. I know I've been telling our audience about Tactical Civics and the great work that you're doing over there and that Sunday Sunday um, uh, call that you guys have um, with that 701 number. But uh, tell us more about what Tactical Civics is doing. Well, first, Scott, I want to thank you. I know you have been telling your audience about our mission, and uh, I want to thank you for more than that for founding and running your your busy operation at Red State Talk Radio. Because I, every day, including Sundays, I've looked at your lineup, I've listened to your people, and you and other hosts presenting Americans, you know, problems and proposed solutions and stuff every day, all day, offering truth that Americans can't find on media, regular media anymore. Don't even listen to. Don't waste your time. So again, I just want to first thank you for your sacrifices. I know there's been a lot of sacrifice in what you're doing. Been there, done that. Uh, for for having the courage of your convictions to do what you're doing, it's a really important time to do it. So thank you uh, for having us, for sponsoring us, all of that. And we're very happy. We're, we're honored to be advertisers on Red State Talk Radio, and we hope it'll be a long um a long and, and uh, mutually enjoyable uh, thing to do together. Tactical Civics um, is the only full-spectrum, lawful, peaceful, uh, county-level, long-term solution in our republic. We spent three years just surveying the field of all the Save America plans we could find out there. Go to tacticalcivics.com, um, learn Join us if you if you would like. It was founded. Uh, we started America Again Trust. My brother and I, my brother Oscar, and I. Uh, we were both engineers at the time. He's still an engineer. Um, almost 15 years ago, we founded the trust, and we felt it had to be a trust, a, a charitable perpetual trust. And then, with 42 other volunteers, we've invested over those almost 15 years now. 
well over 70,000 hours in due diligence and, and uh, uh, research and development in building increasingly effective feedback loops and, and leadership development. It's just taken a long time because it's a big problem. So we're a Christian organization because Christian repentance is the only way out of this nightmare. And um, America's founders, you can go all the way to, from the very beginning, those first six generations up until the framers of our Constitution, they were all Christians. They, they had wisdom straight from Scripture. And what's always called the American Revolution, it wasn't technically a revolution. It, it was a war for independence, but it wasn't classic revolution. Uh, we saw those. We saw in France and Russia, uh, ending up with Napoleon and, and, uh, and Stalin, respectively. It always ends up, revolution ends up with a failed empire, ends up with a brutal dictator and all of that. Uh, there was a philosopher, I know you know of him, uh, George Santayana. He said that those who refuse to learn the lessons of history are doomed to repeat them. And he was only, I think, he was really just borrowing from the book of Proverbs because it's kind of a universal rule. Um, you can kind of see it everywhere. If a couple doesn't learn from their arguments, they end up divorcing. If a person who refuses to repent his, his sins, his mistakes... He never matures. He makes everybody's life miserable around him. Well, in American history, if you go look, and we have, every major crisis, every war that D.C. has pushed us into ever since Lincoln's War has been what, um, oh, what's his name? Robert Higgs, and he, he wrote a book called Crisis in Leviathan, and he, he calls it a ratchet. And it really is, because every war, every crisis that D.C. creates it ends with our servants getting more powerful and confiscatory and cruel to us, and we can't do anything about it. It never goes the other way. It's like a ratchet, always in one direction. So he calls it Leviathan. Um, so here we are, okay? You go back and read our Constitution. It's designed to avoid just that. But listen to what those guys said. John Adams said, uh, uh, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people, and it's wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Now, as a whole, are we a moral and religious people today? That's a laugh, right? Ben Franklin said, uh, when Lady Powell asked him when they were coming out the last day of the convention in Philly, she said, uh, Dr. Dr. Franklin, what kind of a government have you given us? And he said, Madam uh, he said, uh, a republic, madam, if you can keep it. Well, we haven't kept it because we're not a moral and religious people. We are not uh, learning the lessons of history, so we're repeating them. So if you just look like we did, we started looking at just the past 21 years, just since 9-11. That operation and that cover-up and all of I, as a forensic engineer, I just looked at it with a whole bunch of engineer friends of mine. I mean, we, we looked at that and said, please, you've got to be kidding with this cover story. You've got to be kidding us. You can't strengthen materials, collapse mechanics, anything you want to look at, conservation of energy equations, anything you want to look at, it's impossible that what you say happened really happened. So this is a bunch of engineers. I, I belong to a uh, architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. I got out of that group after a few years. It was just kind of a waste of time. Everybody just talking to one another. But when the series of, of Trump traps started, 
ever since Trump came down that, that escalator and said he was running the, the Hillary FBI fake Russia gate, the impeachment, fake impeachments, all the fake uh, street riots in all the liberal cities, the worldwide Chinese bat virus that even Trump went along with <laughs> and actually pushed. Uh, finally overthrowing our government through stealing this election, we should, Americans should not be zombies anymore after seeing all this stuff. Everybody's complaining about the overthrow, but they're not doing anything about it. So you have to ask, wait a minute, what is this? What? Well, there's a reason for this. If you go to Paul's letter to the Romans, Romans chapter one, he talks about when a, when a person or a civilization when they refuse to glorify God, the, the Apostle Paul lists 24 sins and social maladies that God gives you over to. He gives the society or the person over to those sins. God gives you over to that. So one of those that Paul lists is the inability to understand. Lack of under You just can't. In other words, we call it stupidity as over against ignorance. Ignorance is just not having information. Stupidity is... You get the information and you refuse to do anything with it because you can't even grasp it. So we're there. We're in the Romans one <laughs> trap wow. and God has us there. God has us there. We have to get this. Once you get that, you say, oh, so it's not all the bad guys around us. The bad guys are just doing what God is allowing them to do because he is judging us until we get, you know, until we repent. So, there's a repentant remnant of Americans right now graduating from, you know, we're done with all the rallies and stuff. We're down to responsibility. Well, you can see our tactical civic stickers and door magnets and flags and stuff on, on homes, on vehicles, in hundreds of counties from Alaska to Florida. We've got, I don't, I don't know now, I think we have, I don't know, 240 or 50 or something, more than that. We, we have probably over 300 now. I haven't even kept up chapters from Alaska to Florida, and we're adding every day. We add chapters. So now I wanted we to talk. To, need, I wanted to talk uh -huh. to you about that because, um, see, that's what I like most about your organization is that it's action oriented, and it creates a path for people who are listening to literally get involved. Because, see, that's the problem: is that people want to do something, but they don't know what do to do. Right. You, you got it. Yeah. It's the do something. That, yeah. Yes. It, okay. Scott. It, okay. It starts with, you have to start with your mind. You have to start with the way you're thinking about who are we collectively, the American people, who are we, where do we fit into all of this? So we teach you civics first and we show you how America is supposed to work. This is the way it's built. If you don't live the way it's built, it's not going to work. So it's a new way of life. That's what tactical civics is. So we recruit and we train and we support and we organize Americans to do seven things. I'll list them here. Okay. Uh, if I can remember them in order. Now, Number one. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the way people learn to do this, when you say we teach them, how do they get to be a student? How do they okay. actually... Okay. You come to tacticalcivics.com and you'll fill out a form. We, we, we have you fill out a form so that you enter what we call it's the tactical civics training center it's an online it's a forum you can talk to hundreds of other people but you're also learning we have daily zoom calls on all of our different books well not all of the books but on at least the four most important books 
you can go in and sit in a Zoom call. You can get in the middle of the book. You can start at the beginning because they're rotating. We start them over every, you know, when we finish a book, we start that book over. So we have different groups doing studies of each of our books, and the books are very detailed. We have a book on grand jury. We have a book on militia. We have a book that's the, the overall plan. So you start learning by just, you just jump in. And you're part of the group now, and you say, okay, this is my county. I'm in this state, this county. I'm sticking the flag in the ground for my county. I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I want to do this. I want to do something. I want to be a part of American history. So we, we plug you in, and you start learning. And you go at your own pace. There's no specific pace that you have to go at. So our first of, of the seven things, our first thing is you have to build membership in your chapter. But until you know what you're doing, until you know what tactical civics is, you're not ready to do that yet. So we have you join your state chapter. So we have a chapter for each state and you just kind of hang in there and you learn and you, you, you know, share things back and forth in your state chapter and in the national. You're, you're in the training center any, any day, any hour you want. So you get in there and you just learn and it might take you a few weeks or a few months or whatever. And you say, OK, I'm ready to have my introductory uh, tactical civics introductory meeting in my county somewhere. Can you show me how? You know, where do I have it and how do I do it and all that? So we show you everything. You don't need to bring anything but yourself and your will to repent. And by repent, I mean, we're going to live differently than we've lived in the past, than our parents and our grandparents and our great. They didn't know any better, but we do. And now that we do know better, we have a duty now. So I always say repentance is always an option. So you build membership in your chapter, and we want to finally end up in every county, 3,141 counties, and then you get your grand jury and militia ordinance passed in your county. That's a whole, that's phase two, and you're not ready for that for quite a while. You have to learn what is the grand jury, what is the real militia. All We have a book on each. We have Zoom classes on each. So you learn this stuff and you go, oh, wow. So if we had grand jury and militia operating properly in every county, none of this stuff could happen. All of this stuff that we complain about, it couldn't happen because we'd have law enforcement. Yeah, and we show you how grand jury is 1,025 years old. Militia is 1,014 years old. They're very old uh, uh, institutions of Western law. So then we show you, the third thing we're doing is we're going to finish, God willing and providing, we're going to finish ratifying the first right, the original first right in our Bill of Rights, Article the First. You can go look it up. We have a little booklet on it. We show you the history, how it fell through the cracks. And that just breaks the U.S. House into small districts. The People's House was always supposed to be small districts, not larger than 50,000 people. Today, there are districts of close to a million. The average U.S. congressional district right now is 760,000 people. Wow. There's no way that you can, that any human beings represent 760 and, and know and interface with 760,000 people. Give me a break. So it's not only that, though. The really coolest thing about what George Washington, he, it was the only thing he spoke about, Scott, in the, in the Philly convention on the last day of the convention, uh, he was, he was, 
pushed by Nathaniel Gorham to do it. He finally stood up. Washington didn't want to speak before the whole, he didn't want to act like a king and all that. And so he finally stood up and, and uh, James Madison writes all this down. It's all in the, in the record. And he said, the only exceptionable part of this law uh, is this, the districts are too large. He was talking about Article 1, Section 2, Clause 4, mm -hmm. which right now says 30,000. Um, so they wanted 30,000, and it was at that time it was written as 40,000. So they voted right there. Washington asked them to, and unanimously they voted to change it from 40 to 30,000. Well, two years later, when they finally got the, the Bill of Rights put together, they had a graduated 30,000, then 40,000, then 50, up to 50,000 uh, you could have. Well, that Article the First has been sitting languishing. It's been ratified by 11 states. All the others haven't even seen it. Um, and it's just waiting under Article 5 of the Constitution. It's just waiting to be ratified. And nobody's done it. So we're going to do it. But we can't do that until we're ready and we have big groups and all that in each state. So that's, that's phase three. Then we bring Congress home. Our Bring Congress Home Act is so cool because once you have Article the First and you have small districts again, and you can actually walk across your congressional district and you can actually know your congressional person, why do you want them in DC? And how can we keep them in DC? If there's 6,500 of them, there's no office space. There's no, the, the, uh, the main house chamber won't hold 6,500 people. So we bring them home. And the cool thing, Scott, <laughs> this is so neat. During this China virus thing, we learned, hey, look, they can work from home. Look, they're doing it. They're doing uh, uh, distributed legislature every day now. So they can do this. We can have the world's first distributed legislature. The tech is ready. So they can live and work all day, every day under our watchful eye back home. And that will change every, it'll change the kind of person who runs for Congress, number one. Yeah. Uh, it won't, you know, the wheeler dealers who, who are doing it to get powerful and rich, they're just not going to run because they know, oh, wow, everybody's going to be watching me. No, nah, I don't think so. So the, the fifth item that we do is we have a, uh, a, an app that we want to develop. We, are, we have all the tech, that we have all the, the theory behind it. We don't have the tech yet. Uh, called the indictment engine to stop legislation, to stop a bill before it becomes a law if it violates the Constitution. And how do we stop it? Well, we indict, we criminally indict every co-sponsor of that bill. And we say, okay, heads up, dude, you really want to go to prison for this? You just keep, stay on that? <laughs> you go ahead and pass that bill. You're, you're targeted. So that's the indictment engine. Uh, the sixth item is we have a reality TV channel that we want to uh, uh, launch called Tactical Civics TV because Americans don't know how to be self-governing. So we want a simple, we're going to have, God willing, uh, six people in different parts of the country, some young, some old, some male, some female. Every week they come to you with a little, with a short episode on how they're doing this. So you're watching six Americans and these are kind of just regular people total of 288 episodes per year because we'll have six people uh, 48 weeks out of the year. So it'll be a lot of short episodes where you can see other people doing this new way of life and say, oh, cool. Hey, yeah, that's true. You know, and so you we're, we're kind of learning as we go how to how to be self-governing again. 
So that's Tactical Civics TV. And then the last and probably the biggest of the seven things that we're doing, or hope to do, God willing, is we have 18 more reform laws. And they're really draconian. They're really important. They're really big. That To just scrape back all that we've lost to DC organized crime over the couple of centuries now. And mm. in our book, our latest book called The Great We Set, I know I sent you a copy in PDF, Scott. Um, in The Great We Set, we cover all of that. We show you everything that we're doing and how we're doing it. It's a packed book. It's got a lot in it. Um, but that's why we do the Zoom calls, the Zoom classes, so that you can work through each chapter with a bunch of other newbies and everybody asks questions together and every oh yeah okay and it's just really cool what we've got going now is totally a god thing it's like we're just falling forward and just going oh wow <laughs> every week we do a new oh wow <laughs> yeah because it's so it's so amazing what people think that this is the end of american history you have it exactly backwards we're watching the kicking screaming bleeding death of american communism which did not begin in 1919 in Chicago. It began during the generation of Lincoln and Marx and Darwin. That's when it began. And you can, we, we show you how it began there. And we show you how American communism really is that old. But the, the America's two pre-constitutional institutions of the people of law enforcement are grand jury and militia. And if we just focus on our own county and say, all right, we can't, if, if our county's corrupt, and many, many of them are, you can't trust paid law enforcement. So a grand jury needs its corresponding county militia, which is also just the people not being paid. They need them to execute the laws of the okay. union by. One, one of the uh -huh. questions I have for you is if you are uh, watching what your county's doing and you take them to court, can you. Uh, represent pro se, or do you have to actually pay for an attorney? Like no, no, no. This, this. Uh, let me let me clarify that. Uh, the grand jury is not a. This is not yet a court item. This is separate from the court. As as uh, the assassinated Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia wrote in a case called U.S. versus Williams, nineteen ninety two case. He explains, he gives a lot of great history in that case. He said, the grand jury is the people's ancient institution that's independent of the court, Scott. It's not part of the court. It's the people. Okay, right. So but, 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 it, no, what I was talking about is, is when a uh, congressman, one your representative, is right, proposing right. a bill that's unconstitutional and you want to challenge yep. them in court. What is what is the oh, we we, we the don't most we don't challenge do them in court that way. That's not oh, how see. we're looking at doing it. Okay. We're looking at indicting them criminally. That's all. You know. Oh, in other words, if you try to play politics, you're going to lose every time. And if you read Article Three, Section One, what did we do in that? In Article Three, first we create in Article One, we create a Congress. In Article Two, we create a, an administrative. We we say here's. This is an executive. We're going to have a president. And then in Article 3, we create one court, the U.S. Supreme Court, that we create. But we allow our creature, our Article 1 creature, to create its own courts, the inferior federal courts. So you don't want to go to federal court. That's the creature of your creature. Mm -hmm. Why would you go there? Why would you? Right. So 
what we do is at the county level, that's why we need to bring them home. See? Right, right, when right. you bring them home, they are now under the venue jurisdiction of the criminal court of that county, and so you can get them. I see. see so all of this kind of fits together. Believe me, this took us years, years yeah. working now, with different law books and different uh, – it, it's tricky, and it's going to be slow, but it's going to be very sure. And and also, you guys have um, a uh, weekly uh, Sunday night call. How long is the call, and what do you cover in this call where I'm going to give this number out. It's 701-801-6055. That's 701-801-6055. They can call into this uh, on Sunday nights, 7 p.m. Central 8 p.m. Eastern, and what happens during the Sunday night call, and how long is it? It's a, it's it's a fellowship. It we we try to never run over 90 minutes. Uh, sometimes we finish 65, 70 minutes, whatever, a little over an hour. It's a fellowship. We start. I pray, and then I give a message of some kind, and I've covered everything under the sun. You can go back to our archives and find hundreds of thematic messages. So if you have a theme you're wondering about how we handle it, go look at our archives on the on the uh, the Sunday calls and you'll probably find the item you're looking for in there. We've talked about it. So I cover that and then I open it up to Q&A and it's not always Q&A. A lot of times it's field reports from a new chapter saying, "Hey, guess what we did this week." And so it's just people will have prayer, people will have a need for something. It's just fellowship. It's um, it's the group coming together at the beginning of every week on a Sunday night and saying, "Hey, we're still here. We're and we're coming before the Lord and kind of recommitting ourselves every week to say, we're going to do this thing. We're going to live in this new way. So that's what we do on Sunday nights. Yeah, and, and everybody's invited. And what we say is, look, say you're not a Christian, unless you're a Muslim, we do not except Muslims, because Islam is a system of law and it's a system of government that is at war eternally with our system. So we can't take Muslims. But everybody else, if you say you're an atheist, but you say, well, I want to do this. I know you all are Christian, but why can't I do it? I'm an atheist, but I want to help. We'll take you. Join us. Now, you're going to hear a lot about Christ. You're going to hear, if that's not going to, if you're not going to make a mess about that, Join us. So now, now we there's don't care a, if you worship your worship your lawn chairs. You know we don't care what <laughs> if you're a denomination that we don't like or whatever. Look, we don't fight about any of that stuff. Yeah, we just we're, we we have a job to do here. We have a duty, and our main duty is repentance. Until tactical civics, nobody had offered Americans an education on real grand jury, real militia, and how they have to work together when all of our servants are suspect or when they're in cahoots right. against our rule of law. They're stealing our elections. Right, they're doing stuff. Happening. At the county level, you find so many corrupt counties. Well, how do you fix that? Uh, the existing militia movement, not going to get it, buddy. Not yeah. going to get it. You, you existing militia guys, you've made a stigma, you've made a joke out of constitutional militia because you want to play with your AR-15 and all your tack gear and all that stuff. You go right ahead, buddy. You're not helping anything. You're making, easy, you're making it easy for Southern Poverty Law Center and for the FBI to make a clown show out of what should be our, the only law enforcement we call for, we stipulate in our Constitution. 
So you guys, if you don't want to play, if you don't want to do this right, you go ahead and keep playing and using abusing the word militia. You're making things much worse. Right. Well, there's an 11 minute video over at tacticalcivics.com and uh I'm speaking speaking with David Zunica, the one of the founders and CEO of Tactical Civics. David, thank you so much for explaining all this to us and you know, I think that the work that you're doing over at tacticalcivics.com is just great. And it, it's empowering for people to uh, get involved and try to right the wrongs of, of our so-called leaders. Yeah, leaders. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Scott. Thank you for, for what you do. And uh, again, without you, without telling people as you do, it wouldn't matter what we're doing because it's hard to get the word out. There's a very big republic and uh, people get very busy and they get overloaded by the false media. So thank you uh, for what you're doing. Keep doing it. All right. We'll see you next time uh, real soon on the radio. Thank you, David. And uh, Godspeed. Thank you. God Take care. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of, uh, well, really, we're almost at the end of our show. Wow. <laughs> that, that, was, uh, that was really informative, though. And I have to say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that Tim Brown, who is the show host uh, that uh, uh, airs early in the morning, um, but he's with us as well. And I've known him for many years. Uh, really smart guy. And uh, in any case, he, he turned me on to tactical civics. And I thought, you know, what we were talking about today is that we're dealing with an adversary that just basically came in guns a-blazing, rigged an election, took over the guns. It's almost as if you have a gang of warriors that takes over a bank, robs a bank, sets up shop, puts a new name on the bank and says, we're going to keep all the accounts and we're running the bank now, right? I mean, how, if you don't have a police force, if you defund the police, how do you stop that from happening? And at some point, that's exactly what happened in the 2020 election. Because they didn't care whether or not you busted them wide open and said, you cheated. We know you cheated. It's there like, what are you going to do about it? Is what they're saying to us. Because we'll arrest you and lock you up and throw away the key if you question anything. It's thuggery. It's like a gang took over the country. And the gang is the Democrat Party. Somehow we have to get it back. And how that happens... Well, tactical civics would be probably one way to do it. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out magapack.org to find out how we're advancing America First policies to make America great again. If you go to mypillow.com, use Red State as your promo code. That helps us out a little bit. And be sure to sign up for tactical civics. That also helps us out. It makes us look good. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye, everybody.